0: Welcome to Aiming
1: for the Moon. I am Taylor Bledsoe. And I'm Maddie Henry. And on this podcast, we're interviewing interesting people from a teenage perspective. That's right. And today we will be interviewing Eric
0: Gilmore, who is the executive director and founder of Immerse Arkansas, which is a social group that works with children who are aging out of foster care. So here's the interview. (laughs) Welcome, Mr. Eric Gilmore. You are the Executive Director at Immerse Arkansas. Could you tell us a little bit about what Immerse Arkansas is and what their mission is? Sure, yeah.
2: So at Immerse, our big goal is to help youth from crisis transform into overcomers. So that looks like helping youth who um, have experienced abuse or neglect. Maybe they've been in foster care, or have aged out of foster care, or they're homeless, runaway, trafficking victims—those kinds of situations. Helping them get the tools they need, relationships they need, to take steps towards success and towards living on their own.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's really useful in Arkansas. Yeah. How many kids have you reached? How many kids did you reach last year?
2: Yeah, last year we reached about 600 young people. And that's through some different programs that we do. So we run a center here in Little Rock uh, where we serve about 200 young people out of that. Um, Mostly teens and young adults who are in those kinds of situations. And then um, we support foster and adoptive families too so that are parenting some of these young people and need support. And so we're able to reach a bunch of young people that way as
0: well. Awesome, that's that's really great, really helpful. So, why did you start in Mercer, Arkansas?
2: Well, so my wife and I uh, were house parents at a group home, four kids in foster care, but really it goes back uh, farther than that for me. So, my dad was a pastor, and we always had missionaries in our home, and they're always coming with slideshows and pictures and presentations uh, from around the world, and there's always just starving kids in there. and then we, went to some different countries, worked in some orphanages, and just early on had a tug in my heart to do something to help vulnerable kids. So I just kind of used that. And then I had never heard about foster care, probably until I got to to college. And met uh, my wife there, she was studying social work and and just kind of, she had a heart for kids too. And uh, just as we learned about the need, we wanted to do more. So we became house parents at a group home, And started working with teenagers in foster care and trying to help them, um, you know, finish school and do what they needed to do. And saw kids turning 18 and having a really hard time. So there was this girl that we were helping. She turned 18 and she just had a really, really, really rough time as she aged out of foster care. So once she turned 18, just kind of lost all the support. Just felt like that wasn't okay. It was wrong. And um, kind of like somebody needs to do something. And then we thought, oh, well, maybe we should do something and uh, try to make a
0: difference. So
2: it's kind of how we got going.
0: That's that's awesome. And that's a great story. Um, How, what, who funds and how do you get funding for Immerse Arkansas? Yeah.
2: So it's, we're largely supported by the community. So churches, individuals, businesses. We've got about a third of our uh, funding comes from the government, so some from the from the federal government, some from just a little bit from the state, but I don't know, it's maybe 40 plus years ago, uh, there was an act called the it's Runaway an and act, Homeless Youth Act that designated some federal funding to support specifically the young people that we help, uh, so it helps run our center, helps uh, some of the houses that we have, helps run those uh, for youth that are transitioning.
0: That's, that's really great. So that's, to get another, a lighthearted question here. Um, sure. What do you like to do? Or if you have a hobby, what is it?
2: Yeah, I love to be outside. So anything that involves the woods or canoeing, kayaking, hammocks, all those things. And Arkansas is a great place to have those kinds of hobbies. So that's the kind of stuff I love to do. i love to do it with my kids, family, awesome, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's what it. definitely, is. sir.
2: How about you? What are your, what do you like to do for fun?
0: Well, I like programming and podcasting. And cool, so, obviously. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, yeah, speaking of Arkansas, is Immerse going to expand in like the next 10 years from uh, out of Arkansas, or do you think you are going to stick to Arkansas for now? Yeah,
2: great question. You know, uh, we'll see. The goal is really initially Uh, we want to do something that works really, really well, especially for young people in Arkansas. So a lot of what we do is still pretty centralized here to the middle of the state. And I think as we uh, strengthen and improve what we're doing, we'll be able to move and help more youth in different parts of the state. And then at that point too, maybe um, outside of Arkansas, who knows? But right now our focus is primarily on Arkansas and uh, teens and young adults here.
0: Yeah, it's it's very helpful and we know a lot of people who are who are with immersed or are fosters or mm. have adopted kids around here. Yeah. So you work a lot with teenagers, <laughs> but what were you like a lot as a teenager yourself?
2: Oh uh, that's a good question. Oh man. So I don't know. Um I was involved in a lot of things at school. So did some basketball, did the school newspaper, did student government, those kinds of things. So I don't know, it's this weird mix of I kind of um, not real crazy about the spotlight, but at the same time, always wanted to do things to help make a difference in what was going on. So ended up being involved in... Um, you know, just some student leadership things and work projects and community service and trying to kind of rally um, my fellow students to engage in some of those things. So one level, kind of quiet, reserved, introverted. Another level, uh, just enjoyed trying to uh, push our student body towards um, serving and making a difference in the community.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Speaking of school, what was your favorite subject?
2: Oh, I really liked English. Uh, That that was always really interesting to me in terms of reading good information and uh, learning how to communicate and um, just learning how to to craft different things that way.
0: Great. Yeah, that's, it is, it really is fun. I do, I do a lot of English, especially. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so this podcast is geared a lot more towards teenagers. And is there anything that teenagers could do to help immerse or to help with your mission, like spread the word or something?
2: Yeah, for sure. Yes. Awareness is a big deal. Um, also too, you know, sometimes, um, you might not realize it, but there might be folks in your circle, friends in your circle that need help. So maybe they're, um, having a hard time at home or, um, They're experiencing some kind of crisis, and so we're always here to help, and it's always helpful. Sometimes the teens can point teens to getting help, but we've got a safe line. It's 510-SAFE, so 501-510-SAFE, and um, we've got bracelets and that kind of thing you can pass out, hand those around. You know, a lot of times um, we've got a couple of young people that they are – they help us identify – Um, young people that need help. So if they see a homeless young person that's holding a sign out around town, they'll call us and our team will go and we'll try and help and do whatever we can to help. So that's a big help. Uh, Then in terms of volunteering, we have student groups. Sometimes we'll put together care packages, uh, maybe say little food bags or hygiene kits or things like that that we pass out at our center, we pass out in the streets. Um, so assembling those kits and packages is always a big help. And then we can get those to young people that need them as well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we've a lot, my school did it, I believe, and a few other things that I'm part of have done the care packages and it's yeah. really great. Yeah, so for more about adults, if they can't foster or adopt kids, is How, what's the best way that they can help? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a big jump sometimes to to foster or adopt. Um, But you know, everybody, including these young people, they need various levels of relationships. So kind of the next rung below that would be somebody that's a mentor that says, hey, I'm gonna stick with you as you kind of experience life's up and downs until you get to a stable place and just build a supportive relationship almost like a a friendship uh, that gives them just a safe place to the teen, a safe place to grow and kind of explore the world. But even down from there, uh, these young people, they need job references or they need um, sometimes help learning how to drive or things like that. So just some one-time things. So a lot of it's really around relationships. And so folks can go to our website and uh, learn more about how to become a mentor, how to, how to volunteer in different ways to, become a part of that support network
0: for these young people. That's, that's really great that that's available for everyone. Um, so we always ask every single one of our guests this. Yeah. And a lot of these books we read, but so what, have, what are the books that have had an impact on you?
2: Yeah, you know, so two that stick out for, to me from my teen years would be, one was this one called No Compromise uh, There's about the life of Keith Green. Has that ever hit your radar?
0: Maybe. I um, I've I've heard of a lot of books, but I don't know if that's yeah. Not a sure.
2: Book. So it's this guy Keith Green. Um, he was a, a singer songwriter um, back in the early kind of Jesus movement kind of days. Um, but just fascinating story about his life. And then another one. It's called I think it's called The Shadow in the Shadow of the Almighty. Uh, that's about Jim Elliott written by his wife, Elizabeth Elliott, those are just two people that they just lived out their convictions. So they had some, I don't know about extreme thoughts, but they had some real serious thoughts about what does it look like to live life uh, as a father of Jesus, and then they did it in just some real real sincere and real authentic ways. So those are really inspiring to me as as a young person, and even now, I'll pick those up every now and then.
0: They sound both very interesting, and we'll definitely add those to our list to read. Sure. So what advice do you have for teenagers? Hmm, I would say
2: one, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it feels like life is going slow or fast, but one is just to enjoy uh, where you are and kind of soak it up for, for what it's worth. And then two, I just um, would encourage you just to always just, kind of peek around the corner a little bit. So maybe if you are a teenager, look at some young adults in their early 20s, and just start to, to observe what's important to them. What are their priorities? What are they focused on? Uh, what are some of their goals? What are the, the questions that they're asking? And then you don't have to embrace all of those because you're not in your 20s yet, but just start to start to look at that and start to embrace some of that and uh, I think sometimes it's just so valuable to look at just that next stage of life and start to learn some of those lessons a little earlier. It gives you a leg up as you progress in life. So that's what I'd say. Enjoy where you're at, and then, too, try and peek around the corner a little bit, see what you can learn, uh, see how you can be better prepared for the future.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been really a joy to have you on here.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yes, it's an awesome. That was an awesome interview. What do you have to say about it, Maddie?
1: Yes, I love. I'm very passionate about foster care because I have a lot of uh, friends that have gone through that process, and so I loved that. I loved hearing about another organization that's just trying to help, and I loved. What I really, really liked about Immerse Arkansas is that they're not just focusing on foster kids in general, they're mostly focusing on kids who've aged out of foster care, like 18 year olds and how, yeah, they may be technically considered an adult, but they still need help and support, and I love that they're just trying to help.
0: I really loved how Mr. Gilmore took the initiative to start Immerse after he was involved with that girl.
1: Mm-hmm. that he saw that he saw the the firsthand experience of aging out of foster care and yes yeah I loved it it's it takes a lot of guts and faith to execute a dream or a see see a need fill a need like it's it takes a lot of like it takes a lot of guts and confidence to go through with that and it's he's just been blessed I mean with the Merce, Arkansas it's, like, it's incredible
0: yes it it really is awesome so he recommended two books. So I guess Maddie is going to read those or put those on her list to read. Definitely. And his advice was awesome. His advice was basically look around the corner and think, see if you can learn anything in the, in your next stage of life. Like kind of shadow someone in that.
1: Don't stalk them. Don't, yeah, don't stalk them. Don't stalk. We do not support stalking here. That's creepy. <laughs> shadow. Just see shadow. what their priorities are. and take and learn from their mistakes see how they're doing life and they might be your role model or older sibling or cousin or something and just see what how they're doing how are they tackling life as an early 20s or something
0: yes totally (laughs) so yeah and thanks so much eric gilmore if you're listening for going on and talking to us about immerse arkansas and everything that you do and again, we're going to probably put Immerse Arkansas, hopefully, if I remember, we're going to put Immerse Arkansas's page. So if you want to volunteer, donate, or if you want to do anything with them on this episode's description, and we will also go in and put their help number or safe number on our page if you need to call them or do
1: anything. Yeah, so just visit us at aimingforthemoon.com. No space, no caps, just moon.com and it'll be posted um, how to contact them. And we're starting, yeah, so just, we're starting to do profile, like, profiles of all the people, so. Yes, I have, I have been putting our
0: website in the notes for the podcasts on every single one of our episodes, so if you just want to check out the podcast notes and hit our link, then we'd be very happy to hear from you if you have any suggestions about what we should do next, who should we do next, or anything that you want us to change. Just, yeah, let us know what you think about us and our podcast. <laughs> so, the best way if you want to do that is to go to our episodes page and they have a comment section. We have a comment section under each of our episodes and just, I don't know, type something in there. Maddie and I have both um, put some thread up on the first episode. Said, I think, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- oh, Maddie's opinion, I believe she already said that. Maddie posts her opinion on her books. <laughs> sounds, yes, like sorry. A news, sounds like a newspaper, Maddie's opinion.
1: <laughs> it does. But yeah, so I posted my thoughts on Death Comes to the Archbishop a couple days ago. Um, and so just, you can check that out on our website under blog. And I am currently reading When Things Fall Apart, which was recommended by Dr. Chris Jones. And so, Yeah. I'll be tackling that book and I'll post my opinion on it next week.
0: Yes. Oh, and if you don't know who Dr. Chris Jones is, he was our third episode, the last episode that we just did. And he was the former assistant dean of MIT and current executive director of the Arkansas Innovation Hub. So yeah, check us out there. And we keep forgetting to (laughs) just ask ask you guys to rate us because it really helps get into the algorithm of the Apple Podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our podcast and what we like to say. So yeah, don't forget, set your sides high and aim for the moon.